The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So the topic for this series of talks is mindfulness of breathing. And partly I'm uh, do doing this, this series as a exp- expression of my own appreciation of attention to breathing and the tremendous value that I've had from learning how to be at home with the, my own body's experience of breathing. It uh, is kind of second nature for me to attend to my breathing, notice my breathing, what's happening with my breathing, come home. And uh, I find it phenomenally helpful as I go through the day. Uh, maybe a representative of, or, or an example of that is um, when I used to do yoga classes, one of the common expressions of my yoga teachers was um, something about don't hold your breathing, don't hold your breath. And I think it's fairly common for some people when they're in a difficult yoga posture to hold their breath as they're trying so hard to do the posture. And the idea is not to hold your breath, but to keep the breathing fluid and relaxed and flowing. And... and um, the um, um, and so don't hold your breathing in daily life, and how not to hold your breath in the different situations is not to go around you know anxious you're going to hold it and avoid it, but rather to have a gentle and inclusive attention that includes your breathing and no- notice what happens to your breathing when it's held and tight and and. Um, and maybe even stopped for for whatever's going on, and just that awareness of it can be enough to um, to uh, release it and let the breath return to a natural breathing. Uh, I think of the this kind of ability to breathe in an easy, natural way. It's not easy to find and come to. It took me not a long time to be able to find that kind of ease of breathing, but it's one of the great gifts and it's worth taking the time to learn that. One of the ways to do that is to uh, exp- is to do it in small steps. Uh, don't have a big ambitious uh, effort at it. And one way to do it is to go look and see where in your body uh, is, it. Where, does it feel like breathing is being done in an easeful, relaxed way? Often where the sensations of breathing are strongest is in the front of the torso, um, the diaphragm, the belly, the chest. But uh, the side rib cage, the back rib cage, the shoulders move. All these places where there's movement connected to breathing, but it doesn't really involve the, the diaphragm or things associated with diaphragm that are often a- are actively involved with the process of breathing. These other places that are kind of come along, move because we're breathing, uh, there we're not, uh, there it can feel the ease, relaxation, the, that we're not kind of, uh, just kind of following along, coming along. And it might be that you tune into these more subtle places, the subtle lifting and falling of the shoulders, or the subtle expansion and relaxation of the, of the back rib cage. Something that I did for a while was, um, as I breathed, uh, I was paying attention to the front rib cage, and I would feel ever so slightly the increased space 
between the ribs as I, as the chest kind of expanded outwards. And that little kind of sense of open space as I breathed, that little space between the ribs was not something that I controlled or something that I was working at. And so there was a feeling of ease there, of relaxation, of just kind of a little bit of freedom there. Ah, look at that, it feels kind of nice. And that was kind of these small places where you might be able to feel. Some people, it's the uh, the sensations of air going in and out through the nostrils that uh, that's, you know, we're not controlling that exactly and it's just kind of a byproduct of, the sensations are a byproduct of the breathing that we do kind of in our diaphragm. Uh, we feel that sensations of the air going back and forth. And because there's, in a sense, less control or less pr- doing in the sensations themselves, just the air that's doing it, uh, some people will find a little more ease and freedom there. And it kind of helps step, have, remove us from the place of control, the places in the body. So things there can also relax a little bit. So to begin discovering how to have an easeful breath and how to return to an easeful breath. And an easeful breath here is maybe a matter of degrees. It's not all or nothing. It could be that uh, it's more easeful than it was before and just be content and happy with that. The advantage of this easeful breath is that uh, if we stay close to it, we learn to stay free. We learn not to get caught by things, preoccupied by things, or involved mentally with things in a way that takes us away from our ease, our calm, our freedom. It takes us into the places where we might get caught and, and uh, stuck. And then, um, but we uh, we do get stuck. We do have these strong emotions, strong feelings, strong th- patterns of thinking. And um, and even the breathing sometimes does get stuck because of that. Um, then I find it helpful to sometimes just to breathe with it, to accompany the emotions, to accompany the strong mental states that might be going on. Breathe through them. And, um, and this idea of breathing through um, is maybe a little bit an act of imagination. And that is to kind of, sometimes I'll imagine that um, rather than the air going in and out through the nostrils, it's going in and out through wherever I'm paying attention. If I'm feeling tension in my shoulders, just imagine that the air is going in and out through there. And there's something about little, simple, innocent, active imagination that uh, uh, keeps me in the rhythm of breathing, keeps me kind of fluid, but also attending to, uh, being with, the the tensions in my shoulders or the emotions that I have so that I'm less likely to get tripped up by them or caught by them or or somehow get attached to them or resist them. So sometimes like, like if there's a strong emotions, like there's sadness, for for example, uh, to breathe, find, find where the sadness is in the body, find where the anger is in the body, the fear is in the body, the happiness is in the body, the joy is in the body, and breathe through it. Imagine that you're kind of in that place in the body where the, those emotions are most strongly living. Just breathe through it. And that can create more space. Uh, they call it maybe breathing room. More space for the emotions to be there. More, uh, more room for them to kind of unfold as they wish. But more importantly, it might help keep us from getting stuck in them, caught in them, reactive to them, resisting them making a big deal of them, maybe even being bothered by them. And one of the reasons not to get, that helps us not to get bothered or troubled 
uh, can be because it's so precious, so valuable, maybe even enjoyable, to be with that rhythm of breathing as we breathe through what's difficult. And there's something about that freedom, that ease, that, that uh, fluidity of breathing, if, we, if we're able to have it, um, that is very enjoyable. What's even more enjoyable or more valuable, uh, not automatically, but over the practice, time of practicing, is um, the attention, the awareness, then that's able to stay fluid and relaxed as the breathing is. The ability for the mind to be at ease, even with the most difficult emotional states there might be, or the most difficult mental states, or even physical pain. This idea of uh, appropriately kind of decoupling the freedom or the peace of awareness, the calm of awareness, from uh, the intensity of what else is going on. Uh, I learned this many, many years ago when uh, I was a new Zen student, and we would do, often do, we were doing lots of physical work, and some of that physical work involved a, a physical pain, like for example, you know, we remember lifting. So we had to lift this very heavy wooden object with some other pe- another person and carry it from one part of the farm to another part. And I remember feeling how deeply the painful the the, the this object was digging into my hands, carrying it. And it wasn't dangerous, so it was okay, but it was intense. And um, and I took and I said, this is interesting. And uh, what would it be like to be with that pain, feel that pain in my hands, in my arms, um, and have my mind just be aware in a free, relaxed, open way, and not kind of react to it, my fears, my thoughts, my, my, my stories that I make, but keep the mind kind of at ease. And, um, and I could feel, I, could, I, could, I was able to learn a little bit of it, get some sense of it, um, not much, <laughs> But I thought, oh, that's very interesting. It's po- there's possible to do that. And then over time, I had other occasions to do this, to be with difficulties and physical pain, emotional pain. And what is it like to be respectfully present for it and also uh, not be, have the mind not be bothered by it or have awareness be fluid and relaxed and free so there's no holding in the awareness itself or loss of awareness. Uh, is mindful awareness. And so what I, again, what I found is uh, the breathing is such a great support for this, to just come back and just kind of trust the breathing, find out how the breathing is. Is the breathing held? Is the breathing being restricted? And sometimes when it is, it's uh, really helpful to kind of, the breathing itself can help the freedom of mindfulness. If we can then relax the breathing and open the breathing and then it's it's kind of like the glue or the, the 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 bond that's keeping us the mind kind of attached to these different things is a little bit harder to do. Um, it's uh, kind of like a frozen breathing or held breathing is kind of like a glue for attachment. And as the breathing relaxes, that glue softens, and it's easier to decouple. Uh, the freedom of the mind from the, you know, whatever the experiences we're having. So those are my thoughts for today. And uh, 
the I think one of the things I want to try to convey is that uh, um, it's a wonderful adventure and very valuable task project to just uh, gently, lovingly uh, become more and more familiar with your breathing. And for those of you who might find the breathing difficult, um, certainly you don't have to focus on breathing. There are other ways of practicing that can be just as successful. But even so, it is worth to kind of, in small steps, coming from behind, coming from the edges, kind of beginning exploring, getting familiar with the world of breathing, and seeing where you can find some ease with it, so that the ease can grow with the breathing and maybe release some of the challenges that have developed over a lifetime around breathing. Um, So um, breathing with, having your breathing help accompany whatever is going on and uh, find that the breathing can be the boat that can carry you through the rapids of life. Um, May you enjoy your breathing and I look forward to our time tomorrow.